Hello and welcome to StarCast from Planet Waves. Today's edition is for Friday, the 15th of October, 2021. My name's Eric Francis Coppolino, the host of Planet Waves FM and the author of the Planet Waves Horoscope. Quick house announcement, I am planning an exciting new edition of Planet Waves FM that should be on the server at planetwaves.fm by about 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time on Friday. My guest is going to be Peggy O'Mara, the longtime former editor of Mothering Magazine. She was editor of this radical, very widely read, well-respected journal about how to be a mom. Uh, between 1990 and 2011. And I believe that uh, Peggy is the person who focused the modern vaccine skepticism movement by asking the questions that needed to be asked. I'm also planning a new Planet Waves TV as soon as I finish this podcast. So check for that. That is at planetwaves.tv. Lots there. And it's also placed here the StarCast podcast. All right, so big news of our moment uh, is that Mercury is now in the process of stationing direct. Today's the 15th. It, Mercury stations direct at 11.17 a.m. Uh, on what looks to be Monday. 13, 16, 17, 18. I got that right. I think I did. Let's just check a calendar to make sure. I have this day-date thing going on because they slide around in all these weird ways. All right, so that is Monday the 18th. Um, and this is, well, this has been a very unusual Mercury retrograde. They they seem to get weirder and more difficult. For a while back there, like pre-2020, uh, they 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 were kind of losing their zing. I guess they were saving it all up for the Mercury retrograde in February and March of 2020, uh, where we started with our old lives, and on the other side of that Mercury retrograde ended in the new abnormal. And so Mercury retrograde has, in many ways, served as uh, as as the 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 moment when things get weird. By which I don't just mean you have computer problems and car problems on the same day. I mean things getting weird in ways that are uh, so- somehow uh, irrevocable or um, or or not uh, recoverable. So uh, th- that is true in certain ways for the current Mercury retrograde, largely because during these past three weeks there has been one revelation after the next that this whole thing we're told is this certain thing that we're told is true in a certain way is actually not true in any such way. And so it's been revelation after revelation coming out. And that certainly is a property of Mercury retrograde. But I have found, because I do so much news reporting, in parallel to astrology, I see trends and uh, so, so this is like the behavior of the universe during an investigation <laughs> happening during Mercury retrograde conditions. What I've noticed is that you get a little perk of the the truth coming out uh, at at two times. One time being the Sun Mercury conjunction, which took place a week ago uh, Saturday, and that was the Mercury retrograde Sun. Uh, Mercury retrograde Mars Sun triple conjunction that took place. Uh, that was the midway point. So that was 
loaded with things to discover. And now Mercury is about to station direct. And my assessment is we are going to see more of this, uh, kind of like uh, the, the, the truth kind of spilling out, boiling over, uh, le- leaking out the bottom, uh, blowing out the top, or, or just basically being handed to us like a glass of water. And, and the question then becomes one of credulity. It becomes one of do people have any, A, trust in what they hear, and B, inclination uh, to believe what might make them uncomfortable. So we know from, uh, let, uh, let's say, the, uh, that big exciting thing that happened in 2017 and, and 2018, that it is, it is now essentially a federal crime to make someone uncomfortable. And I can just imagine how like an encounter group at Esalen Institute would have handled that concept in 1970. They'd say, no one makes you uncomfortable. You're probably already pretty uncomfortable if, if something like someone looking at you, quote, makes you uncomfortable, unquote. And how about you take some responsibility for your own feelings? So now we're in the time when anything perceived as making anyone uncomfortable, intentional or not, true, false, or something in between, is the fault of the person said to be making the person uncomfortable. So there's always a finger pointed in this uncomfortability thing going on here and it is a fairly well established well understood fact that the truth or challenging beliefs challenges one's worldview and that's like challenging their mental structure and therefore can make people very uncomfortable because their world is being shaken by something that it doesn't really need to be shaken by or being shaken can be a pleasant experience of, oh, wow, I was wrong. The lights are coming on. I'm so glad I'm now informed and enlightened about this thing. So pay attention for, let's say, um, perks, which you might think is perquisites, but no, I'm, I'm saying like percolation, like bubbling up. Something real, unexpected, bubbles up from deep inside uh, the universe and we learn something and then ask yourself how interested you are. Is that, you know, ask yourself if what you learned matters to you and does it matter to the people around you? This is really the, the question much more than will the truth ever be known? Oh, come on, everybody knows the truth. It's a question of will it be acknowledged? Will it be accepted? Will it appear in the New York Times? Just a bunch of people, the New York Times, being arbiters of what the, what they want the public to believe is true. That whole illusion is no more real than David Copperfield making a Learjet disappear. We all agree it was a good trick. He certainly made it seem like he made a Learjet disappear. But that jet airplane did not depart from the physical plane. It was an illusion. A very well done illusion, and this is this is where we live in this kind of David Copperfield world of stage magic. And the only way to get beyond that, the only antithesis to that, is to peel back the layers and notice uh, what it is that you're seeing. 
this takes willingness and it takes some skill building, you might say training. And I think more than anything, you have to be uh, willing and willing, doesn't not even comfortable, willing to reevaluate your opinion based on the new facts that come in. It is completely illogical to say, well, those those new facts contradict my opinion, therefore they can't be valid. Mercury stationing direct. Also, in that chart, Venus is uh, right on the great attractor. Now, I don't quite want to know what to make of that. I, we don't have a nifty uh, prediction. Though, let me tell you what the great attractor is. And um, worth typing into the Planet Waves uh, or Planet Waves FM search engines. Planet, the great attractor is uh, the, it's kind of like the focal point of a galaxy cluster of about 100,000 galaxies. So we live in a galaxy cluster, the Milky Way, the Virgo group, the local group, and a number of other groups, which were thought to be unrelated or actually part of one massive, fairly typical galaxy structure called Laniakea, L-A-N-I-A-K-E-A, which in Hawaiian means great heaven. And they all have a focal point. They come, they kind of spiral together like a big funnel of galaxies that lands at 14 degrees of of, of Sagittarius. That's definitely not Scorpio. Sagittarius. And and in so doing, uh, juice up the whole sign Sagittarius. Um, additionally, the center of our galaxy is in Sagittarius. So there's two deep space points in Sagittarius. I'll have a lot more to say about that in, uh, in a couple of uh, weeks when the sun is in Sagittarius. That's in about six weeks. I, I always go on my uh, deep space point rants um, when, uh, when the sun is in Sag. But now Venus is in Sag, and at Mercury Station Direct, Venus is going to be very close to the Great Attractor and conjunct the Great Attractor in the charts of basically half the planet. So when, when Mercury Station Direct, Venus is at 13 uh, Sagittarius. So this, um, the, the nice thing about this is that the great attractor has a property of creating effects that can't necessarily be seen. They're kind of like around the bend. They're 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 too distant in time. They're too many too many um, like degrees of separation separated away from you. But your choices matter, and you have a kind of a ripple effect. And so one of the things about the great attractor is that it indicates that whatever might be there is subject to the ripple effect. And in this case, Venus and Sagittarius is a very nice thing to have associated with the ripple effect because th that would be, if I could, ha had a few choices to pick from among what I wanted to send out to the entire galaxy or local group or Virgo group or Laniakea, Venus and Sag, that's, uh, that's perfect. It's a uh, ad advanced... Uh, it's 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 the spiritually advanced feminine energy available to both men and women, and uh, and generally Venus is the, uh, the 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 goddess of love and abundance. Now she is in a square ninety degree aspect with Nessus, and this is saying that your hangups will have a way of interfering with your ability to give and receive love, and so love is limitless. But your hang-ups can block 
block and interfere with your ability to have a trusting exchange with people. And one of the things that we know is that people's past history has a lot to do with how they respond in the present. Okay. And people say this all the time. They know they're traumatized, carrying a, but resolving trauma and healing the past are themselves still not especially popular notions. They're not popular activities. Very few people are, are going to therapy as compared to previous times when it was not really even that high at all. And so th th if you find yourself in a situation where you want to express love or desire or sexuality or passion in some way, and, and you find that you're tripping over something that happened in, in the past, that's your invitation to do some of the work that you need to do rather than let everything lingering around and, and, and festering. Take care of yourself and take care of the world. If you listen to the StarCast podcast regularly, please uh, check out over at planetwaves.net what we've got going on. I offer excellent, affordable astrology readings. Really, I know it's like tooting my own horn. Better than anything you're going to find on the internet for more money or for less money. I just do a, a, a basic, good job, affordable readings. Uh, the horoscope is back. Check the front page at planetwaves.net. Signing off from Kingston, New York at 1.40 p.m. on Friday, October 15th. This is Eric Francis. Bye for now. <laughs>